We would like to welcome you to our weekly broadcast of Harvest Worship Center's Sunday morning celebration service. We hope and pray that you will receive something from the Lord today. And we ask you to stay tuned at the end of the message for more information concerning our church. Again, thank you for joining us today. Too many altars that go empty for too long. I'm thankful that that's not the case here at our church because we say this a lot and we try, we're trying our best to, dis, to do away with this stigma of the altar. I think a lot of people think the altar is just for those who've messed up. If you keep that mentality, you will miss blessings in your life. Because the altar is not for just those who have messed up. Thank God it is. But it's for all those who are in need of a touch with him. Sometimes we just it takes a physical touch to represent a spiritual decision. Uh, somebody asked me last week, said, uh, you know, how in the world are you going to tie in the sense of smell in this series? Well, this is one I've been waiting on. Because I am excited about sharing the word with you this morning. How God can reveal himself through smell. The fragrance of God is what I want to talk to you about today. The fragrance of God. Everything, uh, <clears throat> everything in our hearts sometimes uh, is geared towards the sense of smell. We work long days uh, on our church, we, 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 we have all kinds of issues that go on. Last night, my smell was affected by sinuses. All I smelled was paint. Um, but smell is an amazing sense. Without smell, taste is inhibited. In other words, it's hard to taste the full spectrum of things without smell. You can taste the basic things like bitter, sweet, Saltiness, you can taste that, but you're only scratching the surfaces of your senses when you cannot smell. A lot of people take the sense of smell for granted. In other words, sight is rated as most valuable, followed by hearing, touch, and taste. But lastly, smell by most people. This is through Barner surveys. They said smell is probably the least sense that they really think about. God blessed us with these five senses because they all have great value to us. But they were given to us because, guess what? We were created in whose image? In God's image. And he poured into mankind attributes of himself. God blessed us with the five senses so that we might be able to experience life at its fullest. That we might smell, you know, it would be pretty bad to order a really nice steak and not be able to smell or taste it, would it not? All right? You know, be like, what's the use? In other words, it is through these senses that God chooses to reveal himself. Our anchor verse this, verses this morning is found in 2 Corinthians, the second chapter, verses 14 through 16, which says, But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphant procession, and, and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. I want you to get that part again in verse 14. But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession, and 
and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To one a fragrance from death to death, to the other a fragrance from life to life, who is sufficient for all things. In the same way that sweet incense was burned in the tabernacle, the Jewish tabernacle and temple, it signified the presence of God. We bear the fragrance of God's presence everywhere we go. We bear witness of our relationship with God uh, through Jesus Christ's victory. And as an aroma in our life, it goes before people. Do you realize you're giving off a smell, either good or bad? Consider your presence, uh, the, the presence brings God's presence. In other words, consider this, when you, have the, uh, when you are in the presence of God, you bring his presence with you. You don't leave his presence at the church. You don't leave his presence in your prayer closet. You don't leave his presence at your quiet time. His presence should go with us. As a matter of fact, the scripture declares it should go before us. All right? His presence. Have you ever been around someone whose uh, presence went before them? There was a lady I knew once, and she got her cologne from the dollar store. And there's nothing wrong with that, but the dollar store cologne has a very pungent smell, and it went before her. Before she ever entered the room, you knew she was coming. Why? Because of the fragrance in her life, the fragrance that she put on, the aroma of her, of her, her cologne. In the same way, when we spend time in the presence of God, we are, we are bathing ourselves in the aroma of God himself. Consider your presence as you go through your jobs, through you, through your schools, through your colleges. Maybe, uh, maybe the presence of God you're bringing to a lost loved one. Maybe you're bringing it to a colleague. Maybe you're bringing it to a friend. Even to those you barely know. The divine fragrance of love and grace, comfort and salvation become a gift that spreads a sweet savor unto God and to others. As you relish the power and the presence of God in your life, it is shared through, with others. They, it's an intoxicating scent and, around, and is a gift that is only given through heaven. Matter of fact, my mother-in-law called and, and uh, I tease Peyton all the time. He's my Versace boy because Peyton likes Versace. Well, guess who don't buy Versace for Peyton? Uh -uh. So Peyton works at Willow he buys his own Versace, but he's got several scents of that. And he likes those colognes. And so I call him that when he comes through in the morning. Hey, that is better than the middle school axe and sweat smell. <laughs> Some of you middle school teachers know exactly what I'm talking about. But my mother-in-law was on the phone and they were discussing scents. And so Tina gave me a hard time, but I found a place called Fragrance X and you can get really cheap name brand colognes there. So that's where me and Peyton shop. People become known by their scent. I want you to do me a favor this morning. I want you to look over and say, you smell. <laughs> What's the person next to you's scent like today? Is it the scent? Are they known by that scent? My mom, how many of you as kids, you would go into your parents' room and you'd grab a pillow? Okay. My kids used to fight over mom's pillow. They liked the, that scent of her cologne. Okay? 
I want you to apply that to being in the presence of God. We're going to get there in just a moment. Isaiah 3.24 says, instead of perfume, there will be rottenness, and instead of, uh, of, of a belt, a rope. Instead of, of well-set hair, baldness. Instead of rich robes, a, a skirt of sackcloth, a branding instead of beauty. In other words, Isaiah is talking to the nation of Israel who had forsaken the presence of God in their life and said, because you have forsaken the presence of God, your odor to God becomes a stench. Do you realize that you're either giving off a pleasant odor to God or a pungent odor to heaven? It's either the smell of, uh, uh, of incense to him or it's a smell of rottenness. In other words, the message puts it this way uh, in Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 65 and 5. They say, keep your distance. Don't touch me. I'm holier than thou. These people gag me, the Lord says. Oh, my goodness. I can't stand their stench. Look at this. Their sins are all written out. I have listed them before me. And then he goes into a whole list of things. And one of the number one things in Isaiah 65 that the children of Israel done, uh, had done has forsaken the presence presence of God in their life. What I'm trying to tell you is if we're not careful, our life will give off a pungent smell to God instead of a sweet smell to God. We all perceive the aroma of Christ and the knowledge of God in our lives. And when we experience him, something pleasant comes over us. Look at your neighbor this morning and say, what do you smell like? Come on. What do you smell like? Is it the sin of your spirit giving off the sin of God's presence and the Holy Spirit working in your life? Or is your spirit been stained with the stench of sin uh, of this world? I want you to understand this morning, if you are a person that has the latter, you're stained with the stench of sin. There's good news this morning. No matter how dirty the heart, no matter how filthy the life, there's blood that still flows from Emmanuel's veins. It'll wash you clean this morning. It'll cleanse the nastiest heart and the nastiest thoughts and it will bring to you a smell of heaven the presence of heaven smelling the fragrance of God experiencing the divine fragrance of God becomes as easy uh, as an easy thing for people to inhale savoring the, uh, the, the scent uh, of, of, of heaven is something the world is craving as a matter of fact, uh, I, I want you to understand something this morning. If you have people that like you and favor you, that's probably not because of you. That's probably the presence of God in your life. You hear what I'm saying? Don't, 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 don't flatter yourself. Give God the glory for that. If you've got favor with people, that's because God's favor is on your life. God's blessings are on your life. I want you to understand something this morning. Who you hang around, you'll smell like. Amen. Who you hang around, you'll smell like. My dad growing up liked Old Spice. And if you sat in his lap long enough, you'd smell like Old Spice. Okay? Had any brute guys in the house? The altar of incense was first mentioned in Exodus 30 as one of the items in the holy place was of the tabernacle. The top of the altar was square, one cubit per side, and the whole altar was covered in gold. I want you to imagine how beautiful that was. A cubit was about 20 inches or just under two feet. The altar of incense 
was made of wood but overlaid with gold. It had four horns, one at each corner, similar to the altar of sacrifice. It's very similar. If you were to look at the altar of incense in the Jewish tabernacle and the altar of sacrifice where they sacrificed the animals and offered them to the Lord, they look very, very similar. However, the altar of incense was not to be used for sacrifice. Rings of gold were built into the altar so it could be carried with poles, wooden poles and, and that would slip through the rings. The altar of incense was placed before the holy place where the Holy of Holies was. They would set it before the veil once a year on the Day of Atonement. And they would burn incense according to the recipe that God gave them. You just couldn't burn anything there. It had to be the type of incense that God wanted. The type of things that were used were things that were known to cleanse, things that were known to heal, things that were known to soothe. I want you to think about that. Is the incense of your life, is what's coming off of your life soothing, healing, and pleasant to others? Aaron was instructed to burn the incense at the altar each morning and at twilight every day as a regular offering to the Lord, Exodus 30, verses 7 through 8. God gave this recipe of incense so that it would be exactly, exactly what he wanted in verses 34 and 38 of chapter 30. They are used to, they used to burn the incense uh, was, was taken away uh, uh, as an offering unto the Lord. Never was a sacrifice to be used on the altar of incense. It was to be kept clean. It was to be kept for a place of, uh, of reverence. Never was the altar of incense to be used for any other purpose. Once a year, they would place that altar, as I said, outside of the host holy place where the Ark of the Covenant was behind the veil. And of course, its primary desire was that it would offer up a sweet-smelling savor as, uh, as prayers to the Lord. In other words, it wasn't the prayers, but it was representing the prayers of the saints. I want you to understand this morning, the Bible is very clear that our prayers go before God's nostrils as a sweet-smelling savor. Do you realize your life can be an incense before God's throne today? And when we pray and when we call on the name of the Lord, even in our brokenness, it becomes a sweet perfume in heaven. You see, I believe that heaven is filled with the scent of prayers. It's filled with the scent of God. And I want you to understand this morning what we need more than ever is for the scent of heaven to rub off on each and every one of us. What we need more than ever to go to our jobs, our schools, and our workplaces, and our families is to spend time alone in the presence of God so that when we leave that place, the smell of heaven is on us. I want you to understand if you've ever had somebody come and say, I don't know what's different about your life, but there's something different in you. Don't tell them it's the, you know, where you shop. Don't tell them it's I, I eat clean or I, I, you know, I've been trying to eat healthy. You give God the credit for what he is due and say it's because of heaven. It is because of what the Lord has done that I'm able to stand before you today. I wonder if there's anybody that could offer up some incense this morning and say it's because of Jesus. Oh, my goodness. It's because of the Lord that I'm able to stand in the presence of people and declare his goodness. In the scripture, incense is offered and associated with prayer. David said, may my prayers be set before you like incense in Psalms 141 and 2. In his vision of heaven, John saw the, the elders around the throne and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of God. 
Revelations 5 and 8 and 8, uh, Revelations 8 and 3. In Zachari as Zechariah the priest was offering incense in the temple in Luke 1 verse 10, that all the assembly worshipers were, pr were praying outside. In other words, it is about us learning to offer to God what he is due, and that is our worship, our praise, and our lives. Do you realize your life is either offering a sweet-smelling savor before God or a stench? It's either contributing to the stench of this world or it's altering the atmosphere of this world. I want you to understand, just like the lady with the dollar store perfume, when she entered, you knew she was there before she ever walked into the room, before you ever turned to see her. I wonder if we could be so in love with Jesus, church, so in the presence of God, that when we walk into a room, the atmosphere is changed, not because of who we are, but because of who he is, that it changes the attitudes of people, it changes the hearts of people, and they look at us and say, what do I need to do? To have a life like yours. Well, let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you about him. The sad truth was that in the second temple, they started offering incense. I want you to do a little research here if you want to look this up. I found this fascinating. In the first temple, they did not offer incense. It didn't mean there wasn't a sweet smell there. But in the second temple... You see, there was something missing. It was the Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant wasn't God, but it represented the presence of God. And so to mimic what was there naturally by the presence of God, they manufactured their own incense. Some of us, we're manufacturing the presence of God. We're, we're, we're acting like we've got it when we don't have it. But the good news this morning is you don't have to act. God says, I'll give it if you'll walk into my presence. Amen? Amen? I think about how powerful sense and smell is, the sense of smell is. There are certain smells that will take me back to my childhood. Amen? Nobody fried chicken like mama fried chicken, and that's a holy bird to preachers. <laughs> Amen. Smell can take you on a journey in your mind. Oh, that our lives would be so filled with the presence of God that when we walk in a room, we smell his presence. When we walk in a room with other saints, that the whole room is filled with the scent of God. Smell is a powerful thing. And what we associate with, that's what we're going to smell like. Amen? All the men working on this building yesterday, at the end of the day, you didn't want to be around them. We've got a, one, we've got a few new babies in this church. And I, I thought of my baby turned 15 this week. So beware, he's on the road. He's looking out for you. 
Peyton's on the highway. But as I was looking at these new babies, I kept remembering Paige was five when he was born, and, and you know what she used to love to do? Smell his head. Any of you head smellers out there, you like to smell babies' heads? Okay. I know some of y'all do. You're just not admitting it. You like the smell of a baby's head? Especially after we'd get him his bath and we'd swaddle him up, we'd find her in there just going, I'm going to tell on Lindsay Thompson. She was, uh, we'd just put these cedar posts in, and I asked Marsha last week, I said, well, what do you think? She said, well, Lindsay's out there with her nose stuck on a pole because <laughs> she likes the smell of cedar. Smell, sense. Oh, that people would smell God on us. Listen to me. They would smell the scent of our Father everywhere we go. And that that smell would bring pleasant memories to them. Memories of hope. Memories of redemption. Memories of healing. Will you stand? To me, it's an inspiring thought to know that the sin of God can rub off on me. I want you to think about that. You ever had somebody do that to you? What's, what's, what's different in your life? The scent of God. The smell of heaven. The fragrance of the Lord. I want us, if we would, to bow our heads in this room. And if that is your desire this morning, you say, Pastor, I want my life to be filled with the fragrance of heaven. If that's you, I want you to just slip your hand up. Will you do that? If that's you this morning, I just want my life to be filled with the fragrance of heaven. Not anything else but God. Come on. There's some others in this room. If that's you, just raise your hand. Just raise your hand this morning. Tell you what, just raise it keep it up for a moment. Just... Just keep it up for a moment. I want the scent of heaven to be on my life. That's you. I want the smell of God to be in my workplace. I want the smell of God to be in my marriage and in my family. I want the smell of God to be on me so strong it rubs off on my kids. I want the scent of God to be strong in my life that it's a witness of his glory. Oh, my goodness. A witness of his presence. A witness that I have been in the presence of one that I didn't deserve to be with, but he loved me still. If that's you this morning, your hand's been raised. I want us to begin to pray all over this room. If you want to take somebody by the hand and do that, that's fine. But Lord, I want your presence in my life. Lord, I want your presence to as a sweet-smelling savor, Lord. God, if there's things in my life that aren't right, if there's attitudes and spirits in me, that, that a spirit in me that is wrong and not like you, let the sin of heaven wash over it this morning. Lord, let, let, let peace fill me, God, right now. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, let us be the people that you've called us to be. Come on, church, pray, pray. There's power in those prayers. Bring me into your presence, God. Bring me into your presence, Lord. Let me sit in my heavenly Father's lap till his scent is on me like never before. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let's celebrate a little bit. We would like to thank you for joining us for our weekly podcast. 
We pray that you receive something from the Lord today. Please share your prayer requests and testimonies with us by emailing us at tryonhwc at gmail.com. If you would like more information concerning Harvest Worship Center, you can visit our website at tryonhwc.com. We would love for you to visit us in person sometime. Our services are held at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. Children's worship is during our 11 a.m. service. If you would like to give to the ministries of Harvest Worship Center, you can also do this by clicking the Giving tab online. Once again, we would like to thank you for joining us today, and we pray you have a blessed week.